Welcome to Achieve More, the High Performance Podcast, where I help people and teams overcome challenges and achieve peak potential using neuroscience and high-performance skills, tools, and approaches. My name is Michael Scheel, and I am a high-performance coach and transformation consultant. I have over 22 years of experience in coaching, consulting, community, and broader public sector, people, teams, and organizations to improve and achieve more with what they have. In each podcast, I focus on tactical, easy-to-use ways to help people and teams find a compelling vision, overcome their challenges, and to create transformation plans so they can have the mindset, vision, habits, and skills to achieve higher performance in any aspect of their life. All right, and today, I want to talk about why you're stuck and five things you can do about it. As a high-performance coach, different people you know, look to coaching for different reasons. I have done a couple of podcasts recently on, say, feeling overwhelmed or burned out. Uh, I do lots of podcasts on creating plans to help you improve a little bit more. But I also have some clients who come to me because they're feeling, they say that they're feeling stuck in life and they aren't sure where to go or what to do. Or maybe they do kind of know what they want to do, but but they, they just can't seem to get motivated to do it. And so I did a little bit of digging into this. Um, and according to a survey conducted earlier this year by Oracle and Workplace Intelligence, which is an HR research and advisory firm, there are a lot of people being feeling stuck in life, particularly post-pandemic. One could argue maybe we're not post-pandemic, but but after the, the great lockdown of the last couple of years, people are still feeling a little stuck in life. And I just want to give throw a couple of numbers at you. Uh, approximately 80% of the research participants uh, in that survey reported being negatively influenced by the previous year. Many of them, 29% struggled financially, uh, 28% said that they were suffering from worsening mental health, 25% they were lacking a job drive, uh, and uh, 23% said that they were feeling detached from their own lives. And sort of, so they're, they're, they're feeling negative, uh, but they also reported in a different part of the survey that they believe that they have little to no influence over their personal and professional lives. So I think this is the part that's more, more tragic for me if someone feels that they have no influence over their personal or professional life. And that statistic, according to this survey, has more than doubled since the epidemic began. So 43% of people uh, feel that they've lost control over their futures, 46% that say that they've lost control of their personal lives, and 41% said that they've lost uh, control over their careers. So basically, uh, what they came what they came up with is that 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 seventy six percent of respondents feel stuck in their personal lives. Thirty one percent are apprehensive about their futures, and twenty seven percent are locked in the same routines. While twenty six percent say that they're lonelier than ever before. Good heavens, those statistics are really kind of mind numbing when you think about it. So I feel really compelled about today's topic. What does it mean to be stuck? Why do you get stuck? And five steps you can take to get unstuck. And again, I want to make this super practical and something that you can do. And I do walk through these things that I'm going to be talking about in my coaching, uh, my, my, with my coaching with my clients, but you can do these things on your own too. Absolutely. All right. So first, let's get going. Let's get right in here. What do I mean by being stuck? Uh, there's no scientific or neuroscience uh, definition here that I'm going to use. What I really mean is basically you feel like you're spinning in place. You can't really move forward in some or all aspects of your life. So you heard the stats, sometimes it's personal, sometimes it's professional, sometimes it's all of it. Uh, often you're not sure what to do to get out of that. Maybe you don't know where you want to go with your life. You don't feel really excited about your options. You don't even know what your options are, so you just kind of go around in circles. 
Uh, in some cases, though, you do kind of know what you want to do or you think you do, but you're just not motivated to do it. So you're feeling stuck. And what my clients tell me who, who report that they're feeling stuck, they often start feeling this way. They're just, they're just not sure where they want to go or what they want to do. Um, and they just can't get motivated to figure that out or they start to figure it out and they just, they're just sort of dragging their heels and doing it. So I'm going to give you here four of the main reasons that I see now about why people are stuck. Uh, these four aren't in priority, but they're just, uh, and sometimes they overlap, but these are the four that I see all the time. Uh, number one, uh, you lack vision for what you want from life, or even better, what is a fulfilling life for you? I find it absolutely interesting every time I ask my clients, you know, what, what do you want out of life? And they'll, they'll have some general answers. I'll get them to describe for me uh, in as much detail as possible, what would a fulfilling, thriving life be? And and to a person, just about none of them can actually say that at first. And it takes time. And if you try this exercise at home, stop and think, spend 5, 10, 15 minutes and think, what are the components of a fulfilling, thriving life? What do I want out of life? What would make me feel like I get up in the morning and feel, hell yeah, I want to start this day. Most of us don't take the time to think about that. Um, so, so if you don't know what it is that's going to make you really happy and engaged and motivated in life, it's going to be really hard for you to get there. Again, if you don't know your destination, then the road you're taking might take you to the wrong place. So that's number one. Number two uh, is a lack of direction or plan. So this just builds off of that first one. If, if you don't have a plan for where you want to go, it's really easy to just get stuck in the day by day by day and being reactive. A lot of what I teach my clients, uh, it's not really rocket science as so much as it's just taking a moment to figure out what it is that I want out of life how is it, how am I going to feel? What, like, how am I going to feel engaged? But how am I going to create a plan to get from here to there? What am I going to do? Which direction am I going? Do I like this direction? Do I want to change this direction? And this is an organic thing. This, this take the direction you take or the, 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 the plan that you create, because you might get started and realize, meh, I don't like this as much. I want to try that. I say, that's fine. Go for it. Just create your plan and start moving forward. Number three, you lack the motivation to move forward. So maybe you have your plan. Maybe you feel like you've got your motivation, but you just don't know, but you're just not motivated to get up and do that. So maybe you've got this plan to start running half marathons, but you're, you just can't get out the door. You know you need to get in shape. You know that that's the one thing you want to do. You just can't quite get out the door. So what you need to do is learn more about motivation and what it actually gets, what it actually takes to get there. I'm going to talk about that in a couple of minutes. Number four, you have a lack of knowledge of how to get unstuck. So uh, this is uh, a little bit more uh, insidious almost than the previous three, because if you don't know the different things that you need to be able to get from here to there to get unstuck, it's kind of hard to get going. And if you don't, if you're not being proactive and you're not being motivated to figure it out, maybe you don't know where to look. Maybe you don't know who to talk to. Maybe you don't know who to ask. Um, so, hey, that's what this podcast is for, is I want to show you, here's some ways to get unstuck. So those are the four reasons why you're stuck. Lack of vision. Number two, lack of direction. Number three, lack of motiva motivation. Uh, and number four, lack of knowledge of how to get unstuck. Okay, so let's say you are stuck, or maybe you think you're stuck. What are ways that you can get unstuck and move forward with the life that you want? So I'm going to give you five steps here. Uh, for those of you who are, who are paying attention and taking notes, uh, at home, this is these are the same sorts of steps. This is the same kind of thing that I that I do that I use when I work with my clients who are overwhelmed or burned out. It's just a slightly different path. You start at a slightly different spot, but it's it's many of the same aspects to get you from here to there. So number one, 
I want you to start with the foundations. I'm always going to say this. My neuroscience professor called this the homeostasis. Uh, high performance people say this is basically starting at, at ground zero. What it means is you need to get the basics of mind, body, connection, and performance down before you can truly progress fully forward. It's hard to take a step forward and achieve greater things if you don't have the basic foundations in place. And the basic foundations, there's five things that I, I want you to do. And you've heard these before. Number one is get good sleep. We know from repeated science that mm, seven to eight hours, no more than nine, typically no, no, no less than, than six, but seven to eight, eight and a half uh, hours of sleep is what every, every person needs every single night. If you are working repeatedly on less than six hours of sleep a night, it's the equivalent after five days of that, it's the equivalent of working drunk. The number two thing to think about is nutrition. We need basic nutrition for our brain to work pop properly, uh, for your body to function, for you to have energy, for you to stay motivated throughout your day. So we know the proper nutrition is. Number three, the third thing that's sort of part of basic foundations is, is movement. Uh, instead of stay, sitting still, you know, for eight, nine, 10 hours a day, getting up and moving around. I'm not talking exercise here, I'm talking general movement. There is a significant amount of research that shows that even just taking a walk, getting up, moving around has significant benefits and uh, your brain needs that for survival and your body needs that for survival. The fourth thing is exercise. So this is over and above movement. This is something like high intensity interval training. This is maybe going for a run, for a bike, something that's more than just general movement. Uh, there are, again, all kinds of research that shows that uh, if, you, if you are involved in particularly high-intensive uh, exercise, it has a lot of great things to do for your brain. It helps build. Uh, there's brain growth factors that it develops. It helps strengthen the neural connectivities. It helps increase neuroplasticity. Uh, there's a whole bunch of benefits. I don't think I need to go over to all of those. So we've done sleep, nutrition, movement, exercise. And then the, the, the fifth thing is mindfulness. And this is where you have a, a silenced mind where you're able to uh, effectively deal with stress and tension and different things, the, the stressors of your day. Uh, there's, I've done, I've mentioned this in a few other podcasts, but basically altogether, sleep, nutrition, movement, exercise, mindfulness, those are the things that we need to maintain our basic survival, our homeostasis in terms of moving forward. So that's all under Start With Foundations. You have that in place then you're able to actually go forward uh, and improve things with your life. If you don't have those five things in place, if you really uh, have, have a large deficit in one of those areas, it's going to be hard for you to be able to move forward. Uh, the second step to overcome being uh, stuck, to becoming unstuck, is understanding your why. Spend time thinking about what you want out of life, what you want out of life. So you get to answer what your goal in life is. And if you're a person of faith, then you can work that out within your, your religious beliefs. If you're not a person of faith, or even if you are, you might have some more direct things that you want out of your life. It is hard for you to get from here to there, to get unstuck and move towards some place where you're feeling engaged and motivated if you haven't spent time thinking about it. So I often, I actually start a lot of my high performance coaching with working through with my clients to be clear on what their focus is in life. What makes a thrilling, uh, thriving, engaging, fulfilling life for you? I ask my clients this all the time, and often I am surprised at, at the, the, the fact that none of us actually think about this. And so it takes a few kicks of the can, but it, it totally benefits you if you take a step back 
and think, what makes a thriving, fulfilling life for me? What do I want out of that? What are the parts of my life that make that thriving? Is it that I've got some hobbies that I like? Have I got a different job? Am I retired? Do I like my job, but I'm diving deeper? Um, do I do I move to another country? Whatever it is for you, it's thinking about what are the three or four or five parts of your life that you need to live a thriving, fulfilling life. All right, number three, you create your action plan. Once you've thought about what are the factors in my life that I want, what is the goal that I want? How do I know I'm going to be living an engaging life that I'm really excited about? Then you create an action plan. Now, obviously, there's lots of details that can go into this, and I've done lots of podcasts on creating plans. It's the same thing when you do a project plan for, for a transformation project. You're going to do a transformation project plan for your life. So you want to think of three to five streams of activities, uh, different things that you're going to be doing to work towards your ideal life. So you think about the vision of here's what I want out of a fulfilling life. Here's the three to five aspects of that life that make it really thrilling and engaging for me. And then I always ask my clients, at least pick one to start. You can, you can, if you're a planning geek like me, you can plan on all of them in lots of detail, but pick out one. Pick out one stream that you want to get started with. And the reason why I want to pick out one is we know from research that motivation comes after you start the action. What really works is starting an activity getting a few uh, actions under your belt, getting excited that you're making some progress, and that gets you motivated to move forward. And the easiest way to do that is pick one stream of your ideal life, the one that, that, that excites you the most, and start working on it. And I always coach my clients, think about what is your long-term goal in that stream of, of activity that you want? What's your medium-term goal? And then what are some short-term steps you can take to achieve a medium-term goal? So say uh, a part of my life that I think is going to be really exciting for me uh, that will be part of a fulfilling life is I want to be able to uh, play the piano uh, extremely well. So then maybe I don't know how to play the piano right now, but I've always wanted to. And to me, that's part of a fulfilling life. Well, a long-term goal is to be able to play some songs on the piano. Maybe a mid-medium-term goal is learning the basic chords and structures and everything you need to know about playing the piano and or learning a song. Then what are the short-term activities you need to do to get from here to being able to play a song on the piano? So you wanna take baby steps and lots of baby steps tied together get you to reach your, your medium-term goal. And like I said, motivation comes after an action and when you realize you're progressing towards your goals. All right, so, so far we've talked about starting with the foundations. Number two, understanding your why. The third step to getting unstuck is creating your action plan to go from here to someplace awesome. Uh, number four is creating a continuous improvement cycle. So I like the plan, do, check, act. That's PDCA, plan, do, check, act. I learned that from, from Lean Process Improvement. Some of you I know who listen to this podcast have gotten lean training as well. Uh, anything that you basically, any, any sort of process will work though, that allows you to start your work, check how you're doing, figure out how you need to adjust, and you keep on moving. And what I often coach my clients to do from a continuous improvement is even if they've started a transformation project, either for their organization or for themselves, even if they've reached their initial goal, we put in place a PDCA continual loop where they're continually planning, okay, now that I've done that, what am I going to do next? How am I going to get 1% or 2% more forward, more improvement going forward? How am I going to achieve that next goal? So say you've learned to, to play that song on the piano. What are the what is the what are the activities I'm going to do to to learn how to play the next song, or to play a song with 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 more complexity? 
What am, so then you start up that sort of plan do checkout. And that allows you to continue to move forward. That allows you to move from little baby steps to medium steps to longer term goals. And finally, the fifth step that I want you to think about when you're getting unstuck is locking in mini celebrations. Uh, one of the benefits to the way that our brain is structured is that it is structured for us to, it releases dopamine when you've achieved something and you want to achieve it again. You get a little, uh, um, a little happy feeling that you're doing something that you like and you want to repeat that happy feeling. And over time, as you do that and you realize you'll get more and more happiness as you realize I'm getting towards my goals. Look where I've moved from, look where I'm going to. So I often coach my clients into thinking, let's figure out where along the way that you're gonna stop and celebrate your progress. Stop, take a look, see where you've come from, see where you're going, and recognize that you've gotten yourself unstuck. Recognize that you've moved forward in your journey. Okay, so those are the five steps to overcoming being stuck. Step number one, start with foundations. Step number two, understand your why. Step number three, you create your action plan. Step number four, you create a PDCA-like continuous improvement cycle. And then step number five, you lock in mini celebrations. Okay, everybody, that's everything I wanted to talk about today for getting unstuck. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. My goal, as always, is to help as many people as possible learn how to improve, transform, and achieve higher performance for themselves, the teams, and organizations. If you like what you heard today, I invite you to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. As that helps other people find the podcast and helps me achieve my goal of helping as many people and teams as possible to achieve more and reach fulfilling, thriving lives. You can subscribe to our site at invictus.coach forward slash register and get regular updates on how we're using neuroscience, high performance skills, tools, and approaches to help peoples and teams reach peak performance and achieve more. Again, that's invictus.coach forward slash register. Sign up now, you can get access to two different documents that help you achieve higher performance in different ways. One of them is more based on for, for organizations and teams. It's a summary of the four main ways you can achieve higher performance in your team or organization right now. This document outlines the four places that you can find up to about 25% uh, efficiencies or cost savings uh, within your organization. It's going to show you where to look and how to find them. The other document you can do is more personal focused. It's uh, the six pillars of high success. This document outlines six areas where high performers create daily habits to achieve clarity on their goals, become more productive, achieve more, and enjoy more success and a more fulfilling life. And that's based off of a 10 plus year study of high performance. It's about 126,000 people that were involved in the end with that particular study. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you again.